You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hey, everybody. This is Doug Robertson of the Atlanta Journal-Constitution with another edition of the Southern Fried Soccer Podcast. On today's episode, we're going to preview Atlanta United at Nashville in an MLS game. And if you think you just heard this podcast before, you might have, but that's because Atlanta United played at Nashville in the U.S. Open Cup uh, about 10 days ago or so by the time this game kicks off on Saturday at 7.55 in the p.m. It should be a fun game. These are two teams that know each other very well. They've played a lot. Nashville is coming off a big win on Wednesday against Montreal at Geodis Park. Atlanta United has not played since its 2-2 draw against New England, a game that it's going to kick itself for not getting all three points from because, again, of defensive lapses. So the big news, though, today or this week is that Joseph Martinez, who's been out the past few weeks after undergoing arthroscopic surgery on his right knee to clean out some stuff from his ACL repair that was done in March of 2020, rejoined the team for training. And Gonzalo Pineda said he looks really, really good. He was upgraded on the injury report from out to questionable for Saturday's game. I would still be really, really stunned if you see him play on Saturday. I think it's most likely they're going to play the next game against Columbus, then go into the international break, and then get him really, really ramped up and physically fit and ready to go 90 minutes to start that first game coming out of the break. So, the first question we asked Gonzalo Pineda today was, how was Joseph progressing in training? Uh, he's doing very good, very good. He's re- re- reintegrating to the training sessions in a partial way. Uh, and he's doing stuff on the side after that, uh, but more preparing him on the fitness side. Uh, but he's doing a lot of progress. He's making a lot of progress. So we're very happy with that. Can you just share some of the steps that he's taken uh, in the team training and what he has left to do in order to be considered for a game day roster? Yeah, he has to reintegrate to full training session. He's, he's accomplishing certain numbers in terms of fitness and, and the recovery process of that. And obviously checking, continue checking and monitoring the, the knee. But I feel like the knee is responding very well. So we're actually very excited about that, about uh, him being uh, uh, more comfortable with the knee and being able to produce more on the fitness side and, and more physicality. So we're very happy with that. So we think we're in a positive moment in the rehab and we will see maybe next week he starts to reintegrate completely to the training session. So that's good news if you're an Atlanta United supporter and perhaps bad news for the rest of Major League Soccer if Joseph comes back and he has that burst and that explosiveness that maybe was lacking in the first few games this season. 
Um, because Joseph could be coming back soon, he would be presumed to be the single striker in what is a single striker system so far. So I asked Gonzalo Pineda if Martinez returns and if he looks good, how is that going to affect the loan of Ronaldo Cisneros, who is with the club from Chivas? His loan expires around July 7th, but at Lenny Mouty can extend it through the end of the season. And here's what Pineda had to say. No, I don't think that affects any of that. If you remember, since the very beginning of the season, we were trying to look for mm -hmm. another center forward. Mm -hmm. There were rumors about some some players there, and we were actually close to sign someone uh, in January. It didn't come through, but uh, uh, that that decision was made uh, thinking that Joseph was healthy. So I don't think that affects that. Actually, we're very pleased and happy with Ronaldo's, uh, not just output out in there in the, in the field and, and, and scoring four goals for us in a very short amount of time but also his personality and his humility inside the group is something that uh, we're very happy with uh, he it's not easy that a player integrates as good as he everybody loves him in the locker room because he's humble he's a hard worker he's willing to do everything we said and uh, and so so that doesn't affect anything. Actually, we can play with two forwards. At some point, I remember someone said, talking about about uh, playing with two forwards. Yes, maybe. Why not? Why we cannot do uh, four diamond two with two forwards up there and fullbacks very high, four playmakers in the middle. Why not? So there you go. That would be interesting to see Joseph and Cisneros starting together. And for those who don't know, Cisneros leads the team with four goals and just six appearances this season. He's playing really, really well. Now, the other big question going into uh, this game is how is Atlanta going to try to find some consistency in the back and stop making the mistakes that it's making that's hurting the team? There are two goals scored by New England should not have happened, uh, just mistakes made by the defenders. Uh, a couple of the goals scored by Nashville, mistakes made by the defenders. This has been a problem all season. So Pineda was asked about trying to find some consistency in the back. Well, I have to say that I understand the question is about personnel and, and putting together. I would add Marcelino and Ronaldo in that equation because they've been part of the eight goals we have scored in three games that they played together. Uh, the consistency part of putting the same lineup. But I would say that we see this as a team. And the same way that we're attacking, we're talking about, yes, the quality of Marcelino, Luis, Thiago, Ronaldo front. It's because our build-up is very clear with Alan, with Alex De John or George Campbell or uh, whoever we play there, Brooks, Andrew, the midfielders, is very clean. So then we give them time and space to produce. So it's not just the attacking, it's those four up front and then the rest defend. Uh, everything starts with Bobby and the good passes that we were rewatching, obviously, the last game against Nashville in Open Cup. And there are many actions where Bobby sees the passing behind uh, the, the, the number nine and he was finding the pockets, Ibarra, Rosetto, and from there we start to break lines. So for us, it's not just attacking, is the back four and defending is the back four and attacking are the, the forwards. We see everything collectively. To be fair to the back line, Bobby Shuttleworth had to replace Brad Guzan. Alex DeJohn and George Campbell are having to replace Miles Robinson. It takes a little bit of time to get the chemistry. So here's Alan Franco talking about what it's like working with a new goalkeeper and a new center back. Okay, complicado, sí. It can be difficult, um, but as I said, we're, we're a young team and um, we're, we're always training 100% so that the, the next person can come in. Um, in any case of emergency, we have guys who are able to step in, and I think that you've seen that with the, you know, the injuries that we've had. 
and I think that's something that's good for the group that we always have those players ready to come in in, in any situation. Now, as I mentioned earlier, Atlanta United was knocked out of uh, the U.S. Open Cup by Nashville 3-2. to two. It was a game in which Atlanta United owned the first half, had a 2-0 lead, and they gave up three goals, uh, two in the second half, including one in the final seconds, and then another in extra time. Bobby Shuttleworth was asked if there was a message about this being a revenge game today. Anytime that you can play a game and you don't get the result and then you get to play that opponent again, um, I think that's a game that you you obviously look forward to very much. And just the way that we lost the game and conceding in the last minute and then um, losing in overtime, I think uh, there's a lot of guys in that locker room that are looking forward to going back there. All right. I want to wish my son a happy 16th birthday. And Joseph Martinez also turned had a birthday today. He turned 29. We're going to come back with two questions from the mailbag. This is Southern Fried Soccer from the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. In Atlanta, one voice has stood out for over four decades. An AJC original, The Monica Pearson Show. Let's talk about how you got to ESPN. Revealing interviews. You are known as America's doctor, but I want to know who you were before that. When you have a different name, you have different color skin, it can be tough. With Atlanta's most famous faces, as you've never seen them before. I'm telling my story. This is the American dream. The Monica Pearson Show, streaming now on AJC.com. The AJC's trusted veteran political voices, Greg Bluestein, Patricia Murphy, Tia Mitchell, and Bill Nygut are the essential source for Georgia politics. The Atlanta Journal-Constitution's Politically Georgia. Sign up for the newsletter, download the podcast, subscribe to the AJC. The Atlanta Journal-Constitution has a special offer for Atlanta United supporters and listeners to this podcast. If you subscribe today, you will not only get unlimited digital access to the AJC and the Sunday paper, for $2.30 a week, but we are also throwing in a special limited edition Atlanta United and Atlanta Journal-Constitution scarf. So sign up now at subscribe.ajc.com slash scarf. That's subscribe.ajc.com slash scarf. Now the two questions that we got today, uh, one was Charlotte posted that it was going to host Chelsea in a friendly, and the question was why doesn't Atlanta United bring a Premier League team in for a match? And my answer was I think they will. They're bringing in Pachuca for a friendly as part of this American Family Insurance Cup thing. Um, and Darren Eels has talked about the desire to bring in more big-named clubs to play in this. So I think eventually you're going to see a Premier League club. Uh, Darren obviously has ties to the Premier League from when he worked at Tottenham, when he worked at West Bromwich Albion. Um, so there you go. I think it's going to happen. And then, Tommy, any big surprises for you on the salary release? Brad's big pay cut was mine. That wasn't a surprise. Um, Darren Eels had talked about that a few weeks ago, a few months ago, with a local uh, radio partner, that Brad took a pay cut for the team this year. It looks like Emerson Heinemann also took a pay cut this year um, for the club. So, you know, that's, that's very gracious of them. They didn't have to do that, but they did. The other big surprise, I guess, was that Joseph Martinez is back atop the salary list for the club ahead of Luis Arujo, who was atop the list when it was released in October last year. For those who don't know, the MLSPA releases the salary database twice a year, and it gives you an idea of what the clubs pay. Some of it isn't entirely accurate. There are other deals that happen between the club and the player that don't reflect the total compensation. It was interesting to see Jurgen Dam is still on the books for Major League Soccer at like $1.6 million, even though he has no team. But those were a few of the highlights. Um, if you look at the list of the highest paid players in the league and what their production is versus what they make, having DPs isn't a 
guarantee of success, both uh, for the player or for the team. So I would encourage you to go and look at, look that up. Uh, I've tweeted it out from Doug Robertson, AJC, and from Facebook at Atlanta United News Now. And we're going to wrap up this Southern Fried Soccer podcast. Y'all take care. Hug your loved ones. Bye-bye. I'm Ernie Suggs, race and culture reporter for the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. And I'm Ned Ravone, lifestyle columnist. Atlanta has been known as the Black Mecca for so many years, but that means something different to everybody. It means everything to me. I've been living here for 24 years, and I am still amazed at how rich the city's Black culture continues to grow. Every day I wake up, I learn something new. Well, you all can learn something new by subscribing to the Atlanta Journal-Constitution's new newsletter called Unapologetically ATL. It's all about the people, the events, and the entertainment happening in Metro Atlanta that Black people might want to know about. Like historically Black colleges and universities. Atlanta's thriving art scene. And the city's growing neighborhoods. Wherever you live, we want to hear from you. We want to hear what issues are important to you. So subscribe today at www.ajc.com slash unapologetically ATL. Only from the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. Constitution.